canonical type 1 interference signaling and immune regulatory potential of non-classical monocytes characterize the asymptomatic disease course of SARS-CoV-2-infected children. Presented by Lev Petrov. Figure 1. Background and age. Since quite some time, milder progression of COVID-19 at younger age has become apparent, as well as the fact that children have more local antiviral response and basal interferon alpha and PDC levels. Still, some questions remain open. Questions like, does the enhanced local antiviral transcription translate into ambivalent systemic responses? Or, which age-dependent changes in crosstalk between innate and adaptive immune cells are at play? Figure 2. Our deep profiling approach employs multi-omics and cell activation assays. Our cohort covers all the age groups and a variety of disease severity levels. We use whole blood samples for mass cytometry or cytov, PBMCs for single-cell RNA sequencing with VDG information, as well as for functional characterization in cell cultures, and serum for antibody serology and cytokine proteomics. Figure 3. Interferon alpha in infection. As you can see from the box plot, presenting different age groups and severity stages, while there is a pattern towards higher interferon alpha concentration in blood serum of asymptomatic children, there is no significant difference between the infected patient groups. Figure 4. Cytov reveals higher antigen presentation capacity in younger patients' CD69-positive monocytes. Using a semi-supervised approach, we detect 21 monocyte and rudic cell clusters via mass cytometry. Plasma cytotic rudic cells, main producers of interferon alpha in vivo, show lower basal abundance in older patients, as well as lower relative frequency in infection. A linear falloff of PDC frequency with age can be observed. A similar trend can be appreciated for HLADR expression across all monocyte populations, which seems to decrease in infected patients with age. Especially, HLADR-low classical monocytes seem to be specifically upregulated in older infected patients. Figure 5. Single-cell RNA sequencing analysis reveals divergent type 1 interferon responsiveness and usage of STAT molecules. Here, our semi-supervised clustering approach allows us to describe three very interesting populations. We once again confirm the presence of HLEDR-low classical monocytes, but also detect a highly pronounced interference-stimulated signature, defined as upregulation of IFI, IFIT, and ISG genes in non-classical and intermediate monocytes of children. Interestingly, interference-stimulated non-classical population seems to be specific for asymptomatic disease course in children. Another important detail is the divergent usage of STAT molecules. STAT1 and STAT2 are known to be part of the classical type 1 interference signaling cascade and are upregulated in children, while STAT3 drives a known counteracting signaling pathway, leading to activation of different gene clusters. STAT3 characterizes cluster 4, incredibly high in adults with severe disease progression, as well as adults with alpha antibodies specific for interferon alpha. Interleukin 1-beta and SOX3, known inhibitors of type 1 interference signaling, are also present in adult-specific cluster, as well as CXL8, a downstream target of STAT3. Figure 6. HLEDR-low classical monocytes are dominant sources of signals in adults. Interleukin 8 is a cytokine that is produced, among others, by monocytes and stimulates hemotactic attraction of neutrophils and inflammatory T-cells into tissue. We can appreciate the specific increase in its concentration in blood serum of adults with severe disease progression. 
using CellChat, an algorithm that predicts interactions between different immune cell populations based on the expression of ligands and corresponding receptors, we can quantify the signaling network strength and information flow between aforementioned monocyte populations and other immune cells expanded in infection. This is a differential analysis projection, where red population name stands for population is expanded to infected adults, and red box color means that the predicted number of interactions between the two immune populations is higher in infected adults. Blue stands for population higher in children, and interactions between the populations are stronger in children. Important finding here is the profound dominance of HLADR low classical monocytes in a role of signaling source in adults. Figure 7. Divergent usage of stats determines age-dependent differences in immune response. In order to further put our monocyte-related findings into the systemic context, we present a graphical abstract from our upcoming publication, where we do a deep dive into the age-related differences in antiviral immune response using COVID-19. While the number of PDCs seems to go down with age, we still see interferon alpha production in older patients. However, it seems to be the responsiveness of the cell, as well as other modulating signals that are key. Young immune system's response is dominated by STAT1 and 2 and the classical signaling cascade with the formation of ISGF3 complex, whereas in older patients, STAT3 signaling coupled to inflammatory gene activation seems to be preferred. This leads to ISG-positive signature across all immune cell types in children, better antigen presentation capacity, and the proper formation of germinal centers with T-helper cell involvement. Germinal center B-cell maturation is known to produce more long-lived antibody-secreting plasma cells, and thus a lasting antibody protection. In contrast, in adults, inflammatory T-cell phenotypes dominate, and extrafollicular B-cell maturation takes place, leading to a rapid production of antibodies, but a quickly vanishing humoral protection. If you listen to this presentation to the end, you are most likely very interested in the topic, so talk to me, ask questions, and let's get to know each other.